0: This is KonZenshu, the podcast episode 427 for the week of September 17th, 2017. That's a whole lot of sevens. What's up? Welcome back to KonZenshu.
1: The podcast and extension of the all-encompassing Dragon Ball fan site. What's that name? Kon Zen Shu. Oh, is that it? I can't remember. Yeah, that. I think that's what it is. It's been a been a hot minute.
0: Will we cover anything and everything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a little bit. Of entertaining. Hi, it has been quite some time. Uh, It felt like a flash for me, but suddenly we're about three months since the last podcast episode. Uh, I make no apologies, but I make apologies at the same time. It's one of those sorry, not sorry kind of moments. I'm sorry you feel that way.
1: I'm sorry you feel slighted, but I, I swear I'm trying.
0: Uh, I am Mike. Sometimes I go by Vegito EX. You just call me Mike because my name is Mike and joining me because fuck those
1: guys. Someone yeah. not from you at all. Longtime fan, longtime friend. Kieran, how are you, dude? I'm doing wonderful and thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to uh, come back after after such a while. I'm, I'm eager to talk about what we have today. That's
0: right. So I'm going to be easing into the podcasting thing uh, again and as part of That our podcast episode here is, well, we're not doing news and our topic is pretty much the entirety of the show. And I don't have any like feedback or releases. I don't know what the last time a releases segment was on this show. We used to do things like that. I'm like,
1: when was, huh? Yeah, that that,
0: that was a segment. We do those kind of things. Maybe I need to like reboot and go back to all the original segments. I used to like those things. Back then we had things that were coming out on a regular basis. Top fives.
1: When are they? Top five
0: (laughs) fighters. Yeah. Beta segment uh, top hours top 5 fighters we want maybe we could do that <laughs> maybe we'll wrap up with that yeah let's do it oh my god alright we're gonna bring back top 5 it's gonna be spur of the moment when we get to Good. it later in the episode yes I'll pretend i your wife You and I, we are talking about Dragon Ball Fighters this episode. If there's anything that was going to bring me back out of the podcasting doldrums of nothingness, it is Dragon Ball Fighters. I am so excited. Uh, Since we last chatted, dear podcast listeners, I actually got a chance to play the game briefly at Anime Expo when I went out to California for the not actually for that, but then ended up going to the convention, and that was great. And then we were going to talk about that. And again, suddenly it's weeks, months later, and I don't really want to talk about Anime Expo anymore. But Fighters got its closed beta. That's what we're talking about. We both had the opportunity to play the game over this last weekend. So excited to talk about it. So that's really what we're going to do. Our topic is pretty much the entirety of the episode. I have some stuff to leave you with at the end of the episode. And apparently we're doing our top five wanted Fighters characters. So thanks for that. Give me more work to do here. (laughs) Sorry. You know, if I don't have anyone else tell me to do things, sometimes I might not do them. So I do appreciate that. I'm always here to keep you in check. Thank you. I need these younger folks to keep me on my toes or else old man Mike's just going to start doing the same
1: podcast How topics all over again. How do I refresh the again. homepage? Do <laughs> people go to websites? I know, right? No, it's all it's all Reddit now. It's all Tumblers. It's all Twitters. People don't go to sites anymore. I have the
0: Rumblers. Is that <laughs> where we are?
1: Yeah, that, that's where we're at now.
0: Okay, thanks.
1: <laughs> all right, we're, we're getting right into it. Dragon Ball Fighters. So, Karen, Dragon
0: Ball Fighters, uh, did I see that you got a, a lovely kind of code donation to you?
1: I did. And, oh, man, you know, I'm going to have to look it up and thank thank the kind person here as well. But, uh, yeah, I was just like, hey, I didn't get into the beta. And someone was like, I got an extra one. I don't really care about it. I was like, what? Sure.
0: That is really nice. Yeah, I guess we can talk about the, the way that this closed beta went down. On the Japanese side of things, it was a download lottery system, at least on PSN. Uh, I don't know if they bothered with Xbox over in japan i doubt they did at all since uh, xbone has sold like five consoles total in Japan at this point but uh, so over on Japanese PSN you downloaded a a zero or like 1k file that cost nothing and it entered you into a lottery and that's actually how I ended up getting a, uh, a code for the closed beta on the Japanese side of things on my Japanese account so that was easy and Karen, for you and for everyone else in America I actually entered on the American side as well mm-hmm. uh, we were not given anything so we're not beholden to anyone for opinions here uh, what you did on the Bandai Namco official website I believe both for America and Europe is you put in your email address and you entered into just a a lottery over there and they picked certain few thousand people and they sent out email codes to them and most people didn't get in. Uh, Quite a few people got in. and I believe over on Xbox One internationally, uh, at least in America, as part of the Insider program. I'm not quite sure what it is. Uh, If you pay extra, you get this extra stuff. And if you were in that, you automatically got in and it sounded like it was a dumpster fire over on the Microsoft servers over the weekend. Were you seeing
1: reports of this? Oh, yeah, I, I saw. The Bamco US's Twitter's like we know about Xbox One problems. We're sorry. We're trying to fix it. We'll extend the beta. <laughs>
0: Everything's burning down. We're so sorry. Maybe yeah. try trial mode. I don't know, man.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard. I heard a lot of lot of problems with the Xbone uh, user base, and they were trying to quell it. Like we're trying to test network. Not if you can play. Sorry, this is happening. But hey, this is helpful for us.
0: I did see that tweet. It was like a, a passive aggressive. You know, the point of a closed beta this early is not actually to play the game. It's to test the. <laughs> network. Network yeah. connectivity. <laughs> it's like, I, maybe you could have phrased that a little better. I get what you're going for there, but that was a little harsh.
1: Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a mess, but hey, glorious, glorious PS4. Uh, had, <laughs> had a great time.
0: Right. And the poor PC players, which I, this is one of those games I'm probably going to end up buying a console and PC, just so Same. no matter where I am, I can play the game, but uh, yeah. no closed beta for the PC players. Uh, I can't remember if the open beta for pre orders is going to include PC. It may. So that's something you want to look forward to as well. Uh, prior to the the games release as we hit the new calendar year there is going to be an open beta for those pre-ordering so this over the weekend it was uh blinking you missed it uh, a couple open hour sessions uh, kind of like three hour blocks it wasn't just available all weekend long there are certain times you could log in you could play the game and was uh, really it was just online lobbies and a couple times i went into what they call trial mode which allowed you to play against the computer which i was really thankful for actually uh the first maybe the second uh, open blocks. I, I actually just wanted to like learn how to play the character for a minute before I went online, and got destroyed from people who woke up earlier than I did. I could not bring myself to get up at five a.m. Oh, you couldn't. That you fe- didn't
1: do it. I couldn't do it. No, I I, <laughs> I, st- I stayed up, but I was like, I gotta do it.
0: Oh man, yeah. I strolled out of bed around seven that morning. I was like, Yeah, I'll play uh, for an hour, and then I'll go do stuff, and I'll come back to it. <laughs> so that's <laughs> kind of how I rolled that morning. Uh, so I was actually a little glad that it went into trial mode, so I could play around yeah. with things. So we had all of the previously. Known characters. We had eight characters. So we had, let's see if I can do it from memory Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Piccolo, Krita in 16, 18, Trunks. So. Am I missing? sell yeah, sell boo yeah sell boo okay so those are the characters we were able to play as uh since then we've learned some more characters actually (laughs) haven't quite been announced as the time we're reading this officially that'll be coming in V Jump, but you know how the internet is we know more characters coming uh those are the characters we got to play as which was really nice it was a good selection of characters why don't we start there let's talk about the selection of characters i don't think i used goku the entire weekend which is a little weird
1: (laughs) oh man like i i Really enjoy the selection they have so far. It was it was a the thing I liked the most is for this beta they had a they had a good selection of different character archetypes. Like yeah, I, yeah. I liked having sixteen there because there was no other grappler but him. I'm certain we'll get another one in in the full release, but just having him there to see how they're going to work in grapples was great. I love eighteen and 17's tag mechanic, mm-hmm. and as we've seen with uh, Tn getting announced and like Chouzu going to show up for a few moves, we're going to see tags in a like somehow characters double characters will be in one slot. And it, it was awesome seeing those those mechanics being available for us to use alongside of really basic people like Goku, Gohan, Trunks, etc. I, yeah, I really yeah. like the selection.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really good. Uh when I played at AX, it was uh not as many characters. I'm pretty sure I focused just on think, Goku, Vegeta, and Frieza probably. So I chose there. Uh initially I found myself using Trunks, Frieza, and put it in here, and then I ended up swapping out Trunks for Boo. I was really surprised how much I liked Boo. I thought he was going to be another slow grappler-ish kind of character. I found that Boo had just a really great gap closer in addition to the rushes that kind of everyone has. Uh, I think it was just a Fireball and on PS4 Circle. You get in there real quick with a butt stomp. That allows you to get in. I'm like, man, I don't normally play the big characters. It's weird. Over in Street Fighter, I say that I don't play as the big characters. Then when I do play as them, I end up really liking playing I know. as them. I'm one of those guys like, oh, I don't play grapplers. I don't play charged characters. And then I play as them. I'm like, wait, I'm actually halfway decent with this. Maybe this is more fun than I think. So I was trying to <laughs> really keep my options open in Fighters here. And that's why I, I kind of latched on to Boo. I didn't, I don't think I used Goku at all. I used Vegeta once. I used 18 a couple times. I think I used 16 maybe once or twice. But Otherwise, yeah, I was really, really enjoying my my threesome of uh, Boo, Frieza, and it in there. I, I thought it was a, a great team, a lot of variety of like you were saying, different character archetypes there. Uh, mm-hmm. I found I was having the most trouble against Gohan players. He had a great kick that was just flying all over the screen. Like I don't know how to adapt to this. I don't know what's going on. So there's still a lot for me to learn uh, in the game. Who were you using, and where, what were you liking about how they played?
1: I was using uh, as i mentioned android 16 because i i saw i saw videos and stuff about him i was like okay i got it i gotta use 16 and you mentioned boo is really was really good and i think it's because him and 16 share a thing uh this game has a lot of aerial movement and it's all about going up into the air but you a lot of supers don't activate unless you're on the ground the thing with Mm -hmm. boo and cell and 16 is they have moves that carry from the air to the ground that you can then super So I love doing that, like having 16 do the pile driver, go down, do a super. And I would also run with, uh, I was messing with Cell. Cell is so good. He's just, he's great at any range. He has an unblockable, if you're at uh, mid to full screen distance away, takes a while to charge up, but that was, uh, it's so much fun. He combos great. And then I was, uh, my, my anchor was Krillin and I love him to love him to death. I, I had so many. I only have Krillin left. I have level three sparking. They still have all three characters let's do it and i i pulled so many victors out of my ass with just krillin
0: i felt the same way i did the exact same thing with him here i don't know yeah, if it was just his variety of attacks he's got just a great basic kamehameha that lets yeah. you, you know keep your distance and the zanzoken the way the after image technique the way it played into just mm-hmm. his general kind of abilities uh the taiyoken i felt like didn't really do a whole lot for me for me maybe i need to figure out how to incorporate that more uh but just his ability on the ground in the air uh his super wasn't doing a whole lot for me, i felt like it was way too obvious you could see it coming Ooh. so I, I tried to lay off of that and just use a little bit more kind of blasting kind of mind games with it oh
1: man Krillin's super though have you uh so what what people would do uh with with krillin super it has an interesting property that'll it go out as a beam for the first bit then it goes up even if yes. you like get hit that stays there so, yes, like I saw some
0: great yeah. videos of it coming back down afterward. It afterwards. Comes
1: back yeah. down. So like, you know, you have the tiny beam collision. Like I do a super, someone else puts in their super, but his goes up above them and they're still doing their super and they just get blasted. Oh, it's so good. I love Krillin. So,
0: something I was really enjoying about this game, and I guess let's take it back a little bit. I wanted to do an intro. We're like, no, we're too excited. Let's talk about the characters. I know. I'm... So, <laughs> Dragon Ball Fighters, this is coming from Arc System Works, a developer who's played with Dragon Ball a little bit over the years. Uh, we got Extreme Butoden from them, for example, on 3DS. They're primarily known for things like Guilty Gear and Blaze BlazBlue. Uh, the most recent thing from them that I played was probably the Persona fighting game that was on uh, PS3, both the mm-hmm. original and Ultimix, I think it was. Yeah, I didn't play a whole lot of it, but in terms of ARC games, the thing I sunk my teeth into the most was back in college the original Guilty Gear. So uh, again, I'm dating myself in terms OG of... OG Guilty Gear? No X? No and uh, no. Wow. Guilty Gear. Yes. <laughs> oh man, S1. That's, that's a relic. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I put in my time with ARC. So I'm kind of jumping back into the developer here. I played a little bit of Blaze Blue when that first came out. Uh, I've maybe played some of the later Guilty Gear stuff once or twice with friends, just out and about kind of thing. Uh, Mary and I played a bit of the Persona 4 fighting game, but this is going to be me going like whole hog back into an art game. So I'm really excited Mm -hmm. about that. Uh, I kind of want to talk about, we already started talking about why we're excited about this, but why are you and I, and I think a lot of people excited for a game like this? And again, I'm sorry to listeners for jumping all over the place, but you you can just tell the excitement in the air here compared to some of the other games that even you and I have covered on the podcast here. It's like, all right, it's cool that we're going to be playing this and talking about this, but this is a, a little bit different. From your perspective, why are you karen why are you so hype
1: why well, i'm oh god well for one arcs is no stranger to anime fighters they've also done hokuto no ken they've also done bleach and those games kick ass they are so good and i love that hokuto no ken uh, arcade and got a ps2 port that game's amazing and also the bleach ds games are really really solid oh people love those bleach ds games yeah They're i think so good. i tried them out a little bit yeah they, they were really fun very straightforward very newcomer friendly that's the thing I love the most about them. They can get a little obtuse with guilty gear and blaze blue. Gets they can have some weird inputs and mechanics, so I was a little I was a little nervous that this wasn't going to be as newcomer friendly and that people are going to jump in wanting a Dragon Ball fighter and they're gonna, not going to know how to do a, a DP motion or something. Uh well, We've seen
0: lots of that. Maybe we'll touch on that at some point. Yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know, but. Um, but thankfully this uh just seeing them take this. It was like, oh my God, you're making an actual fighting game. Not like Battle of Z is a fighting game. Xenoverse is a, no, it's not. (laughs) They're not fighting games. You want to think they are because they bill it as such. They are action RPGs. This is a fighting game that is balanced. That's what I want. I don't want to have Krillin lose to Cell just because he's Krillin. I want Krillin to do something cool because he's Krillin. And I get to do that. I get to have my three character come back with just Krillin killing Boo and everybody because I'm good at the game. And mm-hmm. ha- oh, God, just having that feeling of a good game with a Dragon Ball skin. Oh, it's so good. I, I don't know what else to say other than it's great. <laughs> Uh, I've talked about this so much. I
0: mean, I grew up playing Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat uh, as well, but the Street Fighter 2 series and and into the Alpha series, those were the things I played in arcades. Those are the things I was excited about, and we would bring home and we would play for hours on end, just player versus player. No story mode stuff to speak of. Uh It was just someone doing a match against someone else. We would pass a controller around for hours. That continued into high school, that continued into college, that continued into my adult life. Those are the types of fighting games I love where the fighting engine is just so solid you can't help but want to keep playing even the same two people just Mary and I Ryu versus Ken we'll do that for an hour or two mm-hmm. and it'll still be an amazing amazing time and to have a Dragon Ball game come in and do that for us. That's really exciting. And I hear a lot of dismissal about that. Like, oh, so it's just, how we'll, we'll condemn some games or it's like, well, it's just a Dragon Ball game with a blank skin versus it's just a blank game with a Dragon Ball skin. Yeah. Kind of vice versa all over the place. So I, I think there's a fair criticism of that mm-hmm. if you're coming naively from that perspective. But it really feels like the underlying game is solid enough to back that up and that's the exciting thing here is that it's not just oh yeah they made a fighting game sure and it's dragon ball and it's kind of okay uh, you got a really renowned developer here doing it and we got that back with craftmeister with super Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. almost 10 years ago at this point that was really exciting that got a home port but yeah. there was just something about that time we didn't have online play for the fighting game on the ps2 at that time I think it just couldn't find its audience back then a decade ago like a fighting game is going to be able to do now on the mm-hmm. consoles it's On the PC especially, PC gaming has had such a wonderful renaissance over the last few years with great ports. Even Japanese developers are finally doing great ports of their games on PC, and they're finding all new audiences over there. Bandai Namco in particular, the Mm -hmm. amount that they're selling of the Naruto games on PC, for example, has opened up just amazing doors for all sorts of other games. So I think this is a a great opportunity for this kind of game to find Every audience, it's gonna find the Dragon Ball audience, and it's gonna dare we say find the fighting game community audience. It's there, and they're ready. Yeah,
1: it's already enraptured them. I fu- I am not. I'm not like in the fighting game community, but I am a active observer of like mm, I. I love sure. fighting games. I love watching tournaments. I love I watch streams all the time of fighting game players and events and stuff like that. All of them can't stop talking about this, and that's the thing that I want like people to understand is this is serving multiple audiences instead of just Dragon Ball fans. It's got a huge crossover with fighting game fans. And some of them don't even know a lot of like the the lore behind these characters, but they still want to do it. That's that's great. Get them yeah. in. Get them over it.
0: So let's insert real briefly there. I think what we're seeing is uh dare I say younger folks taking an affront to that. It's one of those fuck you Give me what I want. You're not allowed to have what you want. I'm scared that this is going to mean that I don't get Xenoverse 3. I Mm -hmm. don't think that's necessarily the case. Xenoverse certainly has done well enough for Bandai Namco, especially with the Switch port now as well, out in Japan and imminent over here in North America. I, I think, I don't know what it is about that. Maybe it's just that age, that maturity level, but seeing other people get excited about things shouldn't come off as a personal attack on you. And if you interpret it that way, man, I think you got some things to work out and that's that's really <laughs> yeah. harsh coming from me here. And I don't want that to to paint the rest of the episode, but I think maybe you just want to reevaluate why are people so excited? Listen to the enthusiasm in our voices and that's not an attack on you. That's Man, we want to share this with you.
1: And I think the the most important part to keep in mind is that we're Dragon Ball fans too. We're we're mm. on the same team. And I think right, right. I want I want people to understand that it's not just that this is a great fighting game because we're both fighting game fans. I think we're equally excited on that merit, but it is has so many great allusions to the series, like the fact that the timer stops when you charge. That's so freaking good. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, oh, there's so many tiny things and references to specific panels and shots and lines, and 17 comes out with the speech and it attacks your assist if you come in, because it's only you and 18. Ah, oh, so much good, good, tiny, lovingly crafted references to the series. You can tell that these people are also fans, too. This is a game not just for fighters, but also for Dragon Ball fans. I'm telling you that you will love this. Give it a shot.
0: What do you think about the criticism out there of, oh, it looks like a mobile game? And I can't, I can't believe I'm actually giving this the time of day, because I think that's absurd. <laughs> but it, it's definitely one of those, I think a lot of folks have grown up only with 3D free flight Dragon Ball games, and it's mm-hmm. one of those I don't know anything else, I'm scared of what I don't know. <laughs> and that that's really weird to me, because, God, I mean... I started with coming in in the PS1 generation and then jumping back to emulating games uh, around the same time. Mm -hmm. So I've really grown up with super famicom onward so i've seen the breadth of gaming there is available uh did people just not do the jump back what's going on with the the criticism of the graphics separate from the film rate kind of thing going up yeah special moves
1: i hmm i honestly i, I haven't heard that criticism but I, I can see like the the jump from that of people just kind of being critical of it i don't know if it's of the the genre as well i don't know if it just being 2.5d yeah, why which, are
0: you side by side? Why can't I go that way? I was like, well, that's that's what this is. This
1: is that. that this, that's what you do. I, in this I don't game. know
0: how else to answer that question. It's like, why is the sky blue? Why is a a two D fighting game on a two D plane? Well. It's a state of being.
1: I don't, I think what it is, honestly, is, you know, uh, what I noticed with this, um, Xenoverse 2 in particular has really desaturated colors out of the box. You have to go in and get rid of like this haze that they add on to. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's like you have to go like up the brightness to make it kind of pop a bit more. This right. looks like every frame of this, it looks like it's a, a show in motion and it, it can. I think the colors are so vibrant, and there's so much going on with it that people could see that as a bad thing. I don't. I don't know. Like that's that's all I can really wrap my head around for that criticism. Honestly, I don't see it. I think it's
0: it's twofold. It's the folks not being used to a, a 2D plane game. Yeah, and I I can't fault them for it. I mean, the entire last couple generations of games, they, they made it a point. Sony had a lot of on the books and off the books rules about what they were allowing on their systems, both on the console mm-hmm. and the portable side. Uh, there were some 2D collections of games that didn't come to North America because they were specifically not allowing those games in favor of pushing the polygons. Like yep. that's been a little bit of the culture. I'm specifically thinking of Suicoden 1 and 2 on PSP that never came out over here. And I'm just furious that we were never able <laughs> to get that collection. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still have that chip on my shoulder about <laughs> things like that. Uh so I think there's just been a kind of like this cultural identity around the free flight games Uh, i think it it might be a little tough for people to see through that get over that but there's really something underneath here so let's uh get Mm -hmm. back over to talking about the game talked about uh some of the characters we're enjoying some of the things that they were doing um let's talk about some of those other attention to detail things they really seem like they know the manga they know the tv series even super that they're acknowledging some of the super moves and special Mm -hmm. moves we've seen for Super Saiyan Blue stuff coming down the road uh, and that's not to say that other games haven't done the same thing like of course other games have Vegeta's been in his final flash pose of course he's been in that I, I think what Ark is doing here with their graphical style which they've pioneered elsewhere it really feels like the show is coming to life in a fighting game here
1: yeah I I don't see this as a bad thing if, if that ever is painted that way this is this is so interesting because it, it feels like when I played Tenkaichi 3 like the the core thing I I loved was it felt like I could recreate the show. I love that. I could just recreate this dumb stuff or do my fan fiction. It was my DBZ simulator. This is like, I'm being able to control an episode in front of me. And it's a, it's a different experience. There's, there's all these like tiny nuances. Like, as I mentioned with a 18 has the 17 assists. he'll come out and deliver his speech. Uh, Like he was talking to all any of you guys try to go help Vegeta. I'm going to I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. Like when Krillin, uh, he'll throw sensu beans or he'll just throw a rock like we did to Goku. And they do the same reaction. I love that. And uh, when 16 can blow himself up (laughs) and uh, that's an instant kill. But he only comes back with like one health. Uh, There's just so many tiny, tiny things here that really bring it as a coherent Dragon Ball package together.
0: Yeah, what I like about some of that stuff is that they're cool illusions, but they're also gameplay-related yeah. at the same time. And they haven't always been able to do that in previous games.
1: I, I love that. the I love the rush mechanic. The fact that people, because, you know, it's Dragon Ball. If you're going to do a mm-hmm. two, 2D fighter, they got to be going nuts or it's going to feel too slow. And they do. And they work it in so well with just that dash button. Being able mm-hmm. to dash in and continue stuff into the air, slam them down. And like, if I'm just like all over the place right now, like, and when you block, when you block a key blast, they knock it into the background and blow up scenery. And the scene transitions, knocking people away or seeing a blast go off. We, we've seen that in games, but it just transitions so naturally from the game round. Like if you beat someone with this blast, you will see a quick it's cinematic of it then they instantly like okay now we have the next fight you're going to see your partner character come dashing in they clash reset go like it is so kinetic and it feels just like the best animated episodes of the show.
0: I was going to say, yeah, it really feels like the show better than the show mm-hmm. at, at many times. Even better than some of the theatrical films yeah. uh, at, at times. And there's just something about the way the characters are done, which are full 3D models uh, on a 2D plane here. The the way they're working with the cell shading. I feel like these. this is absolutely the best these characters have looked in a video game ever. Like all the mm-hmm. proportions. Sometimes you look at the art that Bandai Namco puts out there with... Uh, and even Toei themselves Toei especially mm. some of the proportions on the characters and the way the faces are drawn you're like well I guess that's Cell, but the the characters here in Fighters they look like Toriyama at his absolute peak and I got to give credit to the character designers and the artists here mm-hmm. these characters I, like I 110% believe they are who they are
1: yeah they uh, I saw a few side by side shots like up uh, you mentioned Vegeta's final flash pose. I saw a post floating around, like, showing the manga panel, then showing the screenshot from that. They're so closely modeled. Like, they took a lot of manga reference for these characters, and I think that's why it translates so well. They don't feel plastic. They don't feel, Mm -hmm. I don't know, they don't feel, like, Sometimes, like, Goku's natural base model, he would look too, like, his limbs would be really long and his head was really yeah, small. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I got that vibe in Raging Blast a lot. Like, oh, I don't know. They just look like weird action figures. But this one, like, oh, I love how Vegeta crouches down and he looks, like, mm-hmm. kind of feral in his pose. But it, it's him. And you can tell just in their, their animations. And everything is consistent. They are 3D models. So as, it, as they move angles, the cell shading, like, This engine is just so beautiful for keeping everything on model as they rotate, as they go up and down, and even like 16 grabbing people still looked really good despite like the model sizes. They all just work really well together.
0: Well, let's go back over to some of the gameplay stuff. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that in my old age, I have the reflexes that I used to at times and uh, will ever be able to dedicate as much time as I would like to. I'm, I'm not going to be able to talk uh, as in depth as some of the fighting game community folks will be able to do about the game in terms of the hit boxes and the <laughs> frames, all that kind of stuff. But man, it really feels like a solid fighting engine underneath, doesn't it?
1: It really does. I I think the thing I like the most about this is it doesn't punish you for hitting buttons. This this is an engine that rewards you for going nuts. And yeah. I, I think that is what this game needs to be to bridge that gap of uh, when I, w- I was streaming it. And I was like a lot of people saying uh, th- this actually looks really cool. I don't play fighting games, but this engine looks great. I'm like, yes, it is great. When you hit a button, every character, there's like little to no input lag, which some of the other past Dragon Ball games have had horribly. Mm-hmm. they'll They'll go in, they do a punch, it connects, hit another button and like they'll just keep going. They also have the auto combos, which I actually appreciate here. And they have different ones for each, like you can just hit light a bunch of times, hit medium a bunch of times, hit heavy a bunch of times. You'll get a different sure. auto combo. And I think that really helps bridge the gap to this engine that does have a lot of nuance to it. It's very simple. You just have a light, medium, heavy, and a special. That's it. And you have the your assist buttons, obviously. But in a combination of those, they took a lot from Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. You have your magic series. of Okay, I hit light, medium, heavy, put them in the air, dash, light, medium, heavy, special. And that's it. And add that atop all these different character archetypes, all this character variety, and then throw them together on a three on three fight. And suddenly you got the most kinetic, frantic, easy to control. But like it feels like controlled chaos when you're when you're playing it and it is so much fun.
0: Yeah, as opposed to some of the Marvel versus Capcom stuff where I really wasn't able to follow it anymore after 2. Mm-hmm. Felt like there was just too much going on on screen too fast. I think this is going to, Fighters is going to be a great game for me, the mid-core player. Mm -hmm. They're not, like, over in FF14. I'm not doing savage stuff, but I can do pretty much everything else up to that point. I know my ins and outs, and I was able to learn it. Just in Fighters, over the course of a single day, I evolved so much as a player. I learned Mm -hmm. how to counter certain things. I would see different techniques that different people would use on the same characters. Like, everyone was coming to, just over the course of that one day, again, like, all right, this is how I use that character. And then on the flip side, I was going, And this is how you react to someone using that character that way. And I haven't felt that way about a fighting game since, I don't know, like third strike.
1: (laughs) Oh man. Yeah. It's been a while. It's yeah. There's something about just these characters are very simple in design. Like it's there's when you hit light, when you're in the air and you can just keep mashing mashing square or whatever it is, just your light attack. And they'll, they'll keep going with stuff and it's the same button, but they're doing different attacks. And they Mm -hmm. have different properties to them. And if you know how to use these, okay, I can punish this one. Or right right right. moments to block, right moments to grab. And the way you can keep out, like, you know, throw an assist, dash in, grab them, set up for something else, tagging in, tagging out. There's a lot of, like, metagame stuff to learn that I was learning. It wasn't just, okay, I can do this combo. It's, oh, I can do that and then bring this person in. Or I can do that and then do this to trick him up. Like, I was already getting that mind game level, which I usually don't get so quickly in a fighting game.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it says a lot that... I was able to do that over the course of a day. And I think the speed of the game is in a really good place right now. Mm -hmm. It's really fast, but there's enough to, you can kind of play footsies if you want to and set yourself up on stage. Mm -hmm. Uh, You you can just go balls to the wall. You can turtle a little bit. Like whatever your style is, the game actually adapts to you a little bit. And you're going to learn how to play better by watching other people. And they're going to learn better from watching you. It's not so fast that you can't follow at all what's going on and yeah it gets a little crazy when you get assists coming in all over the place and I love the old Street Fighter EX style where you just keep linking combos into combos (laughs) alright I brought in my first here's my second super here's my third super I'll fill
1: up the screen everything just explode go DHC everybody I love it
0: (laughs) love that stuff if you want to do that you can do that if you want total chaos on screen you can go for it
1: and the game doesn't punish you for one game to do that like
0: it's so good so I've got a a Dragon Ball fighting game here that has lots, even just with the eight playable characters, I wanted to play all day long. I had different types of characters for different types of play styles over the course of the day. I'm swapping in someone here and there and, you know, I'm playing mid-range with Frieza. I'm playing long to short range with Boo. I'm learning how to play them over the course of the day. Is this just the perfect Dragon Ball fighting game already? Like, I hate to oversell it. I don't speak for Bandai Namco. I get nothing saying how much I enjoy this game here. I can't believe just how good of a place this game feels already.
1: I haven't stayed up like all night to play a game since Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. I, this is monumental. I I was hyped for it. I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy it until I was playing at five until six. Then I got up four hours later to go buy a PS4 fight stick. So I didn't have to use the controller. <laughs> then I show up and I play oh, all three hours. Like oh, I- My thumbs were <laughs> dead
0: at the end of Saturday. Holy shit, man.
1: Yeah, like I, I was playing like I was doing that that early ass slot from four to four to seven for us and i played on the on the pad and i was like i can't keep doing this i look up okay they got a razor stick in stock gamestop i'm going there as soon (laughs) as they open (laughs) i don't know i haven't felt compelled to like solely pursue it. Like the first Xenoverse game I was really excited for. I kind of got like really antsy about that. But this one, knowing it comes from a great developer who loves the franchise and that wants to support it, I can already tell this is going to have support down the line. Arxis always does that. This really does seem to be one of the best, if not the best, Dragon Ball game I've played. And I've played Almost all of them.
0: I, I think it's also, man, they just happen to time it. And there's a lot of snide timing that they're doing. The closed mm-hmm. beta around the launch of Marvel vs. <laughs> Capcom Infinite. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, th- like they know exactly what they're doing mm-hmm. and they're not saying anything about it. But everyone can see it's totally transparent. It's just the the launch of Street Fighter Five really soured a lot of people myself included, just lack of essential game modes. You Mm. need to have an arcade mode in your fighting game. There's going to be different types of people coming into your game. You can't launch without an arcade mode and say survival mode is the equivalent of it. It really looks like Fighters is going to have everything we want. Uh, We've just seen the latest leaks coming from V-Jump this coming week of uh, some more hints of what the story mode is going to be bringing us. They're really thinking intelligently about this game they're appealing to the fighting game community in all the right ways without boasting about it because mm-hmm. they're clearly so confident in the game and that's what I really like to see is it's it's an honest it's an earnest confidence unlike some of the Xenoverse stuff we've seen in the past man, what man what were we joking about with Xenoverse 2 where they're like look we got We got Slug.
1: We're Slug, (laughs) guys. It's like everyone loves (gasps) Lord Slug. And we got Tullus. Everybody's favorite. Aren't you excited? They're not playing those games here.
0: They're they're excited about every character that's coming out. They're excited about their game. And it's it's really showing. And it's really rubbing off on me in just the right way. And how could I be such a a corporate apologist here? But they're doing (laughs) everything right. And the game really seems to back it up.
1: They are. And it's like as you said they're letting the game speak for itself and i think that for is sure. that is a monumental decision that they see in lieu of what capcom's doing with all like they they just see the writing on the wall and they're like okay we got competition here let's let's take what we can let's take the victory that we are just give getting handed to us <laughs> right? <laughs> like because af- after as you said with Timing that uh closed beta around Marvel, they were like, We're gonna push, we're gonna push back the beta. We're gonna push you know, back o- our beta. Overwhelming enthusiasm. <laughs> like, oh, un- are un- unexpected. You now? Yeah, unexpected enthusiasm, I think was their quote. And <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay, we know exactly what you're doing, and good on you, because everyone can tell that this is made with love and is not looking for looking to you know, oh, and we're launching with Sure, you got the early access to Goku and Vegeta, but every game is doing that. I can let that slide. You're not trying to sell it with a game pass. And six characters down the line, no Ultimate Hyper Edition, like as soon as the game's announced. Right, we haven't heard about that yet. Of course, that's going to be coming down the road. Yeah, it'll be there, but that's not what they opened the gate with. like Right, they didn't lead
0: with it. Right, uh, the game is speaking... Itself. All right. We've just been super enthusiastic and hopeful and excited about it. So now let's go into total lowest common denominator mode here. And sure. on the spot, we're going to come up with our five most wanted characters in Dragon Ball Fighters, apparently. Thanks, Karen.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> Alright, well
0: you came up with it, so it's not gonna really be top five, it's gonna be totally out of order. We'll go back and forth. Sure. Uh you get three slots, we'll go back and forth here, we'll come up with five total. Uh okay. who is one character that you would want in the game?
1: Goldo. I'm a only Goldo. If there's gonna be anybody in the Ginyu Force, I'm a Goldo alone. Uh, because we don't have a character dedicated to counters, and that's what I want. There are lots oh. of characters. There okay. are characters like Hakumen from Blaze Blue, there are characters like uh you got a lot of character oh god, I'm like on their name from guilty gear what if they have care they have a bunch of counter character archetypes that they like to do where they'll just punish your aggression and i can see goldo filling that if not goldo hit i'm not a super fan but either of yeah. those two would be awesome to fill that niche as a fighting game player that's what i want
0: i was gonna say if you're gonna have that type of character who's gonna play with time and countering things uh hit is probably the more logical choice there just yeah, but I want surrounding though yeah <laughs> See where you're going. So you'll take it as a runner up there. I will. A little yogurt green dude
1: is who you're looking for. That's that's who I want.
0: Well, my choice is probably an obvious one. If you've been following me for, I don't know, let's say since 2013, that's Jocko. I need my Jocko in the game. Mm. I think he has such a fun style and persona to him. Incorporating some posing into his moves would just be wonderful. Yeah, that'd be fun. He's got his gun as well, which uh, could work really well for some long range attacks. Kind of similar to Boo, where you start long, then get in close. Uh, I think some, some really cool keep away games there. He's got great movement presence on screen. What little time we've had with him. Uh, I'm mainly thinking to the manga series. Mm-hmm. Uh is just a, a wonderful character and it's a long shot. And we're probably not going to get him here. But uh, Jocko is a character that I have just adored since that manga came out. Uh, I love that he's been incorporated into the Dragon World. And he's just a character I want more time with. So that's why I'm going to throw Jocko into the
1: mix here. That's, that's a great pick. Jocko is another, what was what I was going to say? So. We're on the same All right, you can't there. choose him. So <laughs> okay, okay, now. I can't pick- All right, can I, can I say a pool? I'm sorry, did I snipe that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to choose a pool. He's not, honestly, <laughs> something I'm going for. Arx is a pool? You're telling me he's not going to be great? He could go Frieza and then duck down and like you uh, could be like Dan. You could be our mutual number six, I suppose. Okay, fine. All right, uh, another one that I want. Speaking of Dan, I want Satan. Yeah, I, I think he's got to be in the game. He Yeah, I'm certain he's going to be in there, but as of yet, he is not announced as of this recording, so I want Satan, uh, you can give him a jetpack to fly like the Budokai games did. You have to have him there. He needs to be there. What I was thinking, what I would love for them to do, because they're copying a lot of elements from Marvel, did you play Marvel 3 at all? Yeah, yeah. Okay, are you familiar with how Frank West works? He had a mechanic where he had to take pictures, or he had pictures taken of him to get better. He started off really bad, but he had a mechanic that made him really good. I can see them doing something with that with Mr. Satan, That he's going to start off really poor, but he's going to have a level up system in only to his character that can. And I'm thinking like we can get pictures taken of stuff like he's just going to punch, 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 snap a picture. Now he levels up and he gets stronger the more popular he is, the more people like him. That's who I want. I think, I want. I
0: think he's a great choice. Uh, if you put Satan in there, you got to use the game poy to blow up yes. your opponents. Um, <laughs> what else? Maybe oh, I was going to say Boo can come in and do stuff, but Boo's already his own character.
1: So he, chuck of he could chuck rocks. He could chop bricks. I don't know. Rocks,
0: bananas, maybe some throwbacks to uh, Mr. Satan mode and Shinbutoden where you're throwing bananas <laughs> <Yeah>. on screen. <laughs> That'd be great. I think that's great. <laughs>
1: Uh, All right, Satan's yeah. a
0: good choice. Well, my next choice, well, like number two-ish, I suppose. I think uh, you got to have some old school movie representation here. Uh, and I'm thinking about not just who's a cool character, who's visually striking. And this is a character who's not really that interesting of a character. There's really no character to Janemba. Mm. But Janemba has, yeah. I think, I want a teleportation-based character. Uh, the way that Akuma and uh, mm-hmm. Ethan Bison, to some degree, dictator. Sorry uh can an uh, goki dictator engoki yeah, if i thank may <laughs> gonna travel all around screen uh, and I think you have a great visually again visually striking teleportation with janemba the way the little pixels uh, voxels move across the screen for him uh, I think you have another great sword character to incorporate there alongside trunks with his uh his sword as well he's just a really good looking character that I think again in the brief time we had with him has a lot of really cool movements that would translate well to uh, a unique character
1: he would be a great pick for my last one a one that i really want give it some dragon ball love i want peel off machine yes i want because they would be just as tall as cell give me uh-huh. the peel off machine you could have them chuck out like one machine come back do just all these crazy antics with them they oh they'd be so perfect That's in this game
0: choice yeah
1: like we got peel off machine in the one special edition of Tenkaichi 3 i would love to have them actually shown proper in a good 2d fighter I want to see them dashing around, Pull, you know, have Shu come out and shoot a rocket launcher, have Pilaf stand on top of him. Then the machine falls on him. I don't know. However they want to do it, I leave it in your hands, Arxis. But please bring Pilaf machine. Yeah, some great supers
0: there. Just like you're saying, Mike comes out with maybe a cannon. Yeah. Shu comes out with his sword and Pilaf, I don't know, like summons Shenlong or something. <laughs> There's a lot of cool stuff you could do there. So these are all really interesting choices. And you can see that we're thinking about gameplay mechanics as mm-hmm. we're choosing our characters. And maybe this is something we can wrap up with. This is more of the... I don't want it to be the the negative spin on things, but I want to address some of the conversations I've seen out there. Uh, people bring up, oh, I want Mr. Satan in the game. And I'll see a lot of responses that are like, why would you waste a slot on a joke character like that? And I think what's apparent from how you and I are talking about the game and our, these characters is we're not thinking about them in that way. We're thinking about who would be cool to control. How could mm. that join my team effectively?
1: I'm looking for... Who's going to be the most interesting and dynamic entry like that we haven't that maybe has been in a past game and was like poo pooed on because they didn't have the highest power level. But I don't care. I want to see what like that's why I, that's why I got of push for Goldo. I want to see what like someone like him could do competently if they were given mm-hmm. the chance and someone like Satan could do or the Pilaf robots could do something awesome if given the proper chance to have a unique arsenal. It doesn't matter what power scaling is here. It's just skill. And that's oh, that's what I want to see.
0: So that's kind of our early first impressions on Dragon Ball Fighters. Man, this game is coming out in early 2018 and I, I may just need to go into a cryogenic chamber here until the game comes out because I don't know if I can wait that long.
1: I've got Marvel Infinite ready to download but it's not going to be the same... I need something to fill
0: the void. (laughs) Man, we're not even buying it. And in this household, a Marvel video game that's not being purchased. thats I know. I
1: I, I don't blame you.
0: I I don't think Mary knows that it's actually out right now. Don't. I'll tell her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not really interested in myself, so I guess we're not going to get it. I don't know.
1: Gameplay looks neat enough. I think the presentation's garbage, but the gameplay looks okay. There's Yeah, I'm sure it's fine.
0: Alright, so that is the end of our topic. Uh, before we wrap things up for good here, like forever, podcast is over. Yep. This is the um, last one you get. Did, did I not mention that? This is, we're going out in style here. No, uh, I just want to talk about some recent things that have been added to the website. Of course, keeping up on all the news, but especially over the last couple of days uh, as we're recording here, I'm putting up some really good stuff uh in the translation section and the press archive section mm-hmm. uh one of the new translations we put up is from the dragon box Zamovies movies dragon book that came with it it's uh, a not super long but a decent length q a with Takao koyama who you may know as pretty much the series organizer for all of DBZ and was uh there for all the movies and had uh and important thoughts about characters at times. (laughs) So I would urge you to check out that interview session. And there's also a little bit of a drip of some shorter stuff there. Uh, Julian went back and got Toriyama's comments from the final volume of Dr. Slump. There's a real brief period there in 1985 when the collected edition of Dr. Slump was just wrapping up and the collected edition of Dragon Ball had not yet started. It was still only being serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump. And there's a little preview at the end of Dr. Slump, collected volume number eight. 18 saying look forward to it it's so cute oh, wow. He's like i've drawn a rale so many times you think about how he says now i've drawn goku so many mm-hmm. times back then 85 he was already saying i've drawn a rale so many times but uh, just really cute stuff there uh some other things that jake did uh, along the way uh something from a really cool tv special where goku is named the number one hero and i don't remember what the other translation was at this point but i'm sure it was very interesting <laughs> Oh, no, yeah, it, it wasn't at all. It was Toriyama's comment from the back of the Resurrection F uh, anime comic, uh, which in 2017 doesn't really have any relevance to anything. But I was working in the manga guide and we cited it. We didn't have it translated. And I was like, Jake, here's a couple sentences. And he's like, all right, here you go. And there it is. It's archived on the site.
1: I appreciate the diligence.
0: <laughs> yes. Those are some of the recent translations. Uh, and today, as we're recording, I was so... So excited to have this pointed my way. Uh, Arumdi on our forum pointed me toward a magazine called Markalite. This is the Winter 1991 issue there are only three issues it looks like so it's the second issue a review of Harmony Gold's English dub of Dragon Ball movie one this is now the oldest English language press material that we have archived on the site I am so excited to see how far back we're going to be able to push that but in 1991 an American magazine had some coverage of Dragon Ball as it was airing on TV four years prior to Funimation's attempt at the Dragon Ball TV series I love this stuff no one else is doing this i love that people know to come to me like hey i found a thing put it up on the site and i'm like i yes here's this issue i bought it here you go i you can tell just how excited i am when i talk about
1: these things yeah that's amazing i love old fandom i love seeing what people thought before before now before knowing anything it was such a different time i'll definitely have to read that
0: before it was a twinkle in fukunaga's eye <laughs> dragon ball was actually over here so that is gonna bring our podcast episode here to a close uh kieran uh, we didn't say this but team four star that's a thing
1: Oh yeah, that's a thing. It's a thing that I, I I do. I do.
0: How's that working out for you?
1: Uh, it's going well. Well, whole bunch of whole bunch of stuff down the pipeline. But uh, you can you can check out Team Four Star. We got a little. We got our YouTube channel TFS Gaming's the one I run. We also stream all the time at Twitch.tv/slash stream four star, or you can catch me on Twitter at kira nsa with an underscore
0: what about uh some recent dragon ball streams or anything people can either go back and check out or might be coming up
1: um we uh we did we did stream i know they uh they streamed the entire beta if you want to see some actual fighters stuff uh i streamed uh, every single session so those are on my twitch page twitch.tv slash lord moonstone or you can go to stream four stars twitch page you can check out all the fighters streams we did every beta period except for the ass o'clock one on a live stream. <laughs> right. and we got to uh, we're gonna have this uh this coming let's see starting in november we're gonna be playing through a whole bunch of dragon ball games because for our big i think i can talk about this here for our big old celebration of dragon ball we do at the end of the year called December we're counting down our top 24 favorite dragon ball games and it was fighters came out in a quite an inopportune time for that. List. <laughs> Can't
0: make the list. So, <laughs> so, so, so super DBC is going to be on the list. Oh, right? yes,
1: it is. It, yeah. Little spoiler. It's, it's way up there.
0: Top top five. Yeah, it is. Okay. We can
1: still be friends. We're are trust me. i made sure. <laughs>
0: were it not up there there may be a knock on the door one day Uh all right so that's cool the only other thing i want to leave folks with and i wish i remembered to have him record a, a little segment uh is that our old buddy jeff who has not been on this show in a long time remember when jeff was here and we were talking yeah. about dragon ball gt i remember yeah. too Konzenji remembers we, we may eventually think about going back to that
1: i would love that
0: jeff has decided that he wanted to relaunch low fidelity which was his music appreciation and review podcast uh so now it is on version three he relaunched it and he asked me to join him once again on the show so low fidelity is back Uh, we have two episodes up right now first is uh, a re -re reintroduction to the show what the new mission is going to be for it and then our second episode uh, is a review of michael jackson's thriller so if you are Interested in music or if you like Jeff, I'm going to assume that you don't like me, but maybe one of those things in there <laughs> you can enjoy. Low Fidelity is out there. Um, there's a, a new subreddit set up for it. I'm glad that someone else knows, I Like what I love about Low Fidelity is that I don't have to do anything. I don't have to edit it. I don't have to produce it. Aren't I don't those have the to best? run a community or write a post or edit, like I just get to show up and record and by show up i mean we record in my basement so kind of like i I don't i I walk down the stairs it's great i love it so (laughs) low fidelity is back if you uh ever enjoyed it or want to listen to mike and jeff talk about music uh that's there for you so we're pretty much going to wrap up the show now i do have one little bonus for everyone that's going to hit you after the music wraps up here uh anime expo was a while ago and it's no longer relevant so i guess we're not going to really talk about what all the booths were and uh some folks i got to see including some team four star folks that I hadn't actually met in person that was really nice and lots of other folks, uh, One Piece folks, uh, fans of the site and the podcast that I got a chance to meet, Uh, other people I hadn't seen in years. Uh, Jason Thompson got to say hello to again. Like, there was just so many people. Ryan, Josh, Miguel, like, it was just an absolutely amazing time. If you ever want to have a wonderful evening and know that you're safe returning to your hotel, walk back with Josh after being at the bar (laughs) for a while. You will feel like the (laughs) safest person on the planet. You can go down any dark alley you want you know, that dude's got your back. Wonderful time we had out there. Uh, I do want to leave you with, uh, again, it's coming at you uh, after the credits. I don't no mm-hmm. um we were eating lunch and mary and chris and i curve her like hey let's record something and i thought i was going to release it that week so i don't remember what we said but uh it's like five or six minutes of some kind of conversation that'll hit you after the episode wraps up so karen thank you again team four star and stream four star and lord moonstone and all, all the things yeah you got it cool Thanks so that's karen me. I'm Mike at ww.k-a-n-z-e-n-s-h-u-u.com. That is kan Zen Shu. Got some great stuff coming your way, and uh it's certainly not for lack of trying. We had a couple of false starts on podcast recording. Main thing is just I had a major project at work over the summer, and that is over now, and I'm feeling wonderful. So podcasts are back, probably. And uh I was talking with Scott. Scott's gonna be joining us for a certain topic at some point in the near future. Oh, like, nice. Things are playing. Things are coming. We're really excited. So check out the site. Enjoy the podcast. Uh, oh, one other bonus podcast thing I totally forgot to mention. I did throw it in the feed as a bonus for people that are subscribed to the show. I was invited on to a wonderful podcast that is mainly about poetry, uh, but I had a, a great opportunity to talk about Journey to the West and the poetry in it. Long Thoughts with Baloo. Uh, it's linked on the specials page of the podcast page on the website. But again, if you're subscribed to the podcast, you already got it in your feed previous to the this so I hope you enjoyed it and if you haven't heard it definitely check it out so there has been some bonus podcast episode content along the way uh, I've got a ton of new stuff coming in for the press archive so we'll probably try to do another live stream for that kind of stuff I know I promised that like six months ago but I make lots of promises I just work on a time scale that is very different from internet time it is in Mike adult time and when I say things are coming soon that may mean three years so just bear with me uh, we're coming up on our 20th anniversary the, that's the time scale I'm thinking of here uh, alright those Karen. I'm Mike contentry.com we're out. See you next time. Peace out. Love you. Bye. So we're here outside AX, we just finished eating, yeah. and I said, hey, we should record something. So we're going to record something. Uh, hi, I'm Mike, this is Mary. Hi, I'm Mary. And there's this guy that we sometimes talk to oh. and remember oh. and know. Hi,
2: Chris! <laughs> hi, it's me, it's Kirboffer! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I are at Anime Expo, this has been lovely, it's been a fun-filled, friend-seeing adventure of three days. We're on, we're on day three right now, it's Monday. Uh, We're time traveling as always, Uh, but I haven't seen these guys in real life in like Years and
3: years. When and was the last time
0: we saw last you? Last time that I saw Chris, I think you stopped off in New Brunswick and had lunch with me. That's yes. what I yes. <laughs> It
2: was a long I, time ago. I was, I was going to dub like Turkish TV shows or something. <laughs> and I was like, let's let's get Subway or something. I don't know. But I haven't seen Mary since like like Oticon or something. Maybe yeah. one of the panels you guys did. But... but because
3: I follow you online, it's like the beauty of technology. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I, I mean we we talked and right. We, oh wait, that was online. Yeah, well, and we
2: did we did the the um, uh, Goku Black arc. Future trunk stuff mm-hmm. a little while ago. Uh, it's already been like a half a year it's since nuts. that. And then we it. I guess eventually we're going to do the, the uh, Tournament of Power discussion which will be
0: like 30 million years long. Yeah, can this arc please end so I can get on with doing content <laughs> for the website? This is getting ridiculous. I thought there were four of you guys. Well, yeah, but... then no.
3: And this is my guilt trip. I'm trying, I'm trying to be passive-aggressive. I
2: thought KonZenshu was just a single, like, person.
0: It is. It's a, it's a fusion. It's a four-way fusion, like Steven Universe. We, we are KonZenshu. <laughs>
2: the
3: collective.
0: Uh, so, Chris, how has your convention been? It's
2: been lovely. I've been doing things every hour of every day. Uh, and in fact, even on, like, my quote-unquote lunch break, I was seeing you guys because uh-huh. I was happy to have a sec to catch up. we're thrilled that you
3: up. took time out Yay, of your day to see yeah, us. Yeah.
2: Uh, I've, I've been. Uh, I went to like a Mob Psycho meetup the other day. Uh, I was manning an Artist Alley table with my buddies Mike and Steve. Um, I'm about to go to a, a, a meetup for my web series Tome, which is gonna be a lot of fun, with a lot of the casting crew. Uh, and then tomorrow, I actually, on the, the final day of the con, I'm gonna have time to breathe and just go around and buy shit or whatever. Um, but it's been great. I love this con. This has like been one of the most enjoyable years of it where like it's not like stupidly crowded and like I can breathe and dole around and do things and everywhere I turn I'm seeing friends and it's lovely so,
3: we've only been with you for like 45 minutes and I think we've every seen two you minutes like Chris hi, hi 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 hi, I'm very popular <laughs> what can I say the energy is palpable
2: <laughs> alright Chris yes. Dragon Ball have you played Fighters yet I have not I have some friends that went to E3 and told me it's not like generally Arxis levels of hard it's more like mvc-esque and i'm like okay so i won't be terrible but even if i'm gonna be terrible at it i'm still gonna play it because i'm so excited because it just looks incredible and... I just realized they can't see me nodding. I'm nodding. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I... Um, it's funny, too, because I was even saying, like, before, like, the official announcement when the leak happened, haha. I was like, you know what? I want a small roster for this one. Now that I know it's 3v3, I'm like, no, I want a billion Not characters, everyone. please. Everybody. All the King all the Androids, all the everybody, please. Just all, give them all to me. And
3: the demo was just six characters,
0: right? Yes. Yeah, the okay. demo. It's the same demo for me 3 so... Okay, the same so they didn't, they didn't right go and add but any they just, reviewed, they just you just revealed your boy. Yes! That's right! Oh, speaking of which, Mary has been going around taking sappy photos of every Trunks everywhere. <laughs> I do.
3: I've been doing Trunks photos and I feel like I'm a 17-year-old again. Ow. And then I took a picture of me and Trunks. It was the, the promo art from the Trunks yeah, from yeah, yeah. Super and Mike goes flip off my which I was more than happy to oblige I'm like yes it was like the pose I didn't know I wanted to do it's like, off. I know I'm know i your girlfriend now you exactly it's like my whole life has been building up to this moment it, was, it, was, to, it, a, was it, take, it a blue hair
2: trunks or a purple unfortunately hair unfortunately it was
3: blue hair trunks uh, but well, I will take what alright. I can get the I fact sorry. that it's 2017 there's it's giant still adorable. giant like trunks signage <laughs> at a con I'm like the future is wonderful
2: did you see the uh, the god Goku on the uh, um, the Nimbus scooter that no, was going around no, yesterday yet. and I, I think that Funny put up like a gif of it somewhere on one of their social media things but literally he had like some kind of scooter thing that was all decked out in like like yellow fuzz and he was doing the Nimbus riding pose and I'm like that's the coolest thing I've ever seen
0: I want that um, I've seen a bunch of cool cosplay yeah um, a few trunks we had an ox king really well, yeah <gasps> I took a photo of that that's all I've done you so far I kind of forget what it's like to actually cover because I wasn't expecting to come to ax yeah. so I'm not in coverage mode and every time I see something like oh I should have taken a photo of that <laughs> oh I'm supposed to be doing something aren't I and it doesn't occur to me oh, that t- I
2: should well it was your uh, it was your birthday the day before recording this mm. yes and you guys are going to see that we' went to see the first half of the Asian kung fu generation uh, uh, concert yep. which that's super cool and I'm if I didn't have things to do. I would totally go see that because I love them. Uh, what were the actually? What were they playing? I, 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 I well, remember. I mean, they
3: played like the the typical songs um, that they've had right. in anime. All they their anime themes. Yeah, yeah. But then they played like a lot of stuff, like old old stuff, which of course this is my jam. Mix, yeah. And then uh, recent stuff, which I didn't know, which is pretty terrible. But I loved it anyway. Yeah. It was great show. Yeah, it was Sweet. really small, really intimate.
0: Yeah. All right, this is really self-indulgent, so I'm gonna bring it to a close. Sure. Because I don't even know if I'm no. what I'm <laughs> doing Just with this. this the <laughs> at the end of an episode or
2: something. <laughs> throw my phone over there.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks, Mary. Hi. Bye.
2: Bye. Thanks, Chris. Bye. Hi, love content. You're the best. Why-y. Uh Bye.